Hey folks, Rocky here. Just trying to get a quick audible pre-roll ad before we actually start uh, today's edition of the wrestling podcast. So just wanted to let you guys know, go to audibletrial.com slash parts unknown. For some reason, I've been giving the wrong URL this whole time because I'm an asshole. Um, anyhow, part, uh, audibletrial.com slash parts unknown. You go there, check it out, 30 day free trial. And, uh, you know, that way it loans us a hand. We can maybe step up the production quality on this sort of thing. Uh, we can just venture out to do more. So, and it also gives you a chance to check out some dope audiobooks. I recently uh, just purchased the AJ Mendez book to keep it in the realm of wrestling. Crazy as my superpower. I haven't started listening to it yet, but I intend on starting it this week. So check it out. If you're interested in that sort of thing, if you are, drop us a line. Let us know how you feel about it. Uh, is it a good book? Did you think it was okay? It could have been better. Do you like AJ? Do you like CM Punk? You know, where do we stand with this whole thing? So, yeah, check it out. AudibleTrial.com slash parts unknown. Thanks a lot. Now on to the show. And we're back coming to you from Parts Unknown. This is episode 130. And uh, I think it's 130. Uh, 140. Uh, once again, this is your host. 134. Rocky. And Rick. Uh, last week, we weren't here because of holiday stuff. And like I said before, we aren't getting really paid for this. So, but I mean, I like to do it. But uh, the place where we did this, we couldn't get to. And then the week for that, I think I was. You just say Chris's house. We've okay, talked Chris's about it house. Before. I was dead sick also last week, and I don't want you guys to get sick. That's two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So. Um, so really the big stuff that has just recently happened, uh, is the, well, we can talk about it. I think there was some news. There's some fucking shit. Oh man, hold on. I had a shit ton of news. Like, Enzo's got that real one shirt. He's with six, nine now on know. this is 50.com. So much sense. That's just, wow. Yeah. That would be that. I'm, oh, uh, do you see a pro wrestling shoe you got bought up by Collider? Uh, I do not. They they first thing on their page uh, last night when I was looking at something else. Uh, yeah, they were just like we've been bought by Collider. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, progressing sheet acquired by Collider. There it is. Um, let me see. Da, 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 once this thing opens. A uh, new chapter for Wrestling Sheet begins today. Hit the jump for details on Collider's acquisition of the sheet. And then there's a whole press release. Those dirt sheets, bro. <laughs> the dirtiest sheet. Yeah, no, there's a whole press release. So there you go. One of your favorite networks. Boom. I usually listen to them, yeah, for their fucking thing while I'm doing work. So, but they don't have, I mean, Pro Wrestling, she doesn't have a podcast, but they'll probably have a wrestling show sooner or later. I think they do have a podcast. Do they? Yeah. Pretty sure. All right. So, stop looking at your phone, man. I thought you said you, oh, no, you're just looking for the Collider thing. Uh, No, no, I said I found it, but I wasn't going to read that whole press release. Wasn't there something that, uh, I thought something recently happened. Okay, anyway. So we had the G1 special in America that just occurred uh, two days ago? Yeah, two, well, three. Three days ago. Yeah, it was Saturday. Oh, yeah. Three days as of this recording. Yes, as of this recording. Well, whatever. Fuck you. Um, the same, man. So the big takeaways of it was Hiromu Takahashi breaking his goddamn neck from a Phoenix Plex. Fucking dragon league. Uh, but finishing the match. 
Yeah, no, that was crazy. And then the other one was JR taking a non talked about bump. Yeah, and Josh Barnett almost killing fucking Jay White. Yeah. Um He broke a rib, apparently. Uh JR did. Yes. Uh so I don't like so when watching it the first time with the whole thing with Jay White during the match, Jay White versus Juice was an awesome match, but it was a little it felt way longer than it was numerically. Like it felt like a forty minute fucking match, and it was only twenty three minutes according to Cage Match. I think I thought I thought it was awesome. I mean, it, it was, was good. It was it was very good, but it felt long. Like it, there were parts of it that, like you know, I understand that it drag. It felt like it dragged a little bit because it was a lot of selling. But I was like, man, let's get to something. I guess there weren't like there weren't a good amount of of place false finishes or something to like kind of like keep the beats a little bit more consistent. I don't know. I thought, I thought it was there was a nuts. lot of brawling outside. There I was, was a lot it of. It was pretty nuts, man. The whole cast spot because he couldn't use the cast, you know. And then at the end, he uses it, which I think should have been the finish where he hit him with the cast, and then he I'll say emerald flotion, the pulp friction, and he hits him with that. I'll say I'm prettier. That was a pulp friction. That's what it's called. Bro. I forget who calls it that. Uh, Juice Robinson calls it the pulp friction. Um, that's why I don't know it. <laughs> that's his fucking I finish. The, I don't know what he calls this fucking move. <laughs> it's the pulp friction, bro. I know he juice, 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 fist punch. Yeah, pulp <laughs> friction. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jay White, they're they're building the spot because I know that he's kept getting thrown into the the fucking guardrails, mm-hmm. and then he throws in the guardrails. The guardrail hits the fucking table, the answer table. If you watch Jr.'s hat, shakes flies it. like miles. Yeah, he just like tips back, and it flies like a mile away. And the whole crowd is like, oh, shit. Um, it's funny, though, because Josh Barnett doesn't do anything at first. Well, okay, so this is how you can look at it. Josh Barnett's obviously... Yeah, I didn't hear the English commentary. I heard Japanese. Oh, really? You were, uh, Josh Barnett's a big MMA dude. I know he's uh, You would think if, if I was in that position, I would look at... Like, I would go to JR like, holy shit, are you okay? Yes. But Josh Barnett is a guy who fights people. Yeah. So I guess his only first thing is like... His fight or flight response. You didn't fight. hear it in English what he said? No. He, I heard what he said to the camera before he went back to the... Oh, when he pulled up the headset, he said, you done fucked up. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I heard... I heard... Uh, uh, what was it? See, that motherfucker run. <laughs> or that motherfucker ran. And he says that right before leaving the ringside the ring. area to go back to the table. So that whole thing, I thought it was a, it was a fucking shoot because like... So Barnett is a shoot. No, no, not a shoot. I mean, a work. Uh, Oh, okay. okay, Barnett stares at the camera. He says, you done fucked up. He gets him and gets in the ring. Like, why the fuck would you get in a ring? Like, get the fuck in here. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And then they had to pull him apart. And the thing was, he was the ring apart. Jay kept avoiding. Jay kept avoiding. Obviously staying in character and just like being a heel. Jay played the fucking heel like big time. Oh, yeah. yeah, But they had to get Barnett. Barnett had to get out of there. But he was in there for a long time. He was. And that's why I was like, man, what? I was like, okay. Red kept getting in front of him. And I was like, oh, red shoes. And then the thing that really made me thought it was a work was that Access posted that shit on Twitter. Yeah, so. So it's like, why would you shut that off? I retweeted it, I believe. And then JR said he actually legit wasn't talked about this. So that brings up Barnett's reaction even more. Like, that's what he did because he saw his buddy get hurt. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And he's really tight with JR. Yeah. And so he got in the ring like, I'm going to fucking, you know, break this match. You better come in here. I'm going to Well, I think it's also because, like... uh, since I listened to Killing the Town still, and it no longer has Lance on it, but now has Paul Lazenby, who's like, a, you know, much lower tier MMA guy who I think did like Pancrase and that kind of stuff. You know, it's similar to what Josh Barnett did, I'm pretty sure, because Josh Barnett went to either War or Pancrase or one of the Japanese MMAs, if I'm not mistaken. Barnett, he was from, he did Pride and stuff like oh, there that. You go. So, um, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of those guys or that type of guys, uh, you know, the respect thing is a really big deal. And I think when Switchblade 
threw juice into the table that was like none of the barricades seemed very secure by the way no man the, those shits like it could have like hit a fan or something i don't fucking know dude the one that it knocks juice through the barricade i'm pretty sure that hit a couple of fans i probably did uh but I think it was the disregard and disrespect for Jr. and the fact that he could have been seriously hurt, which he effectively was. He is. He says uh, is why he bro. lost his shit with Jay White. Well, yeah. I mean, Josh could have run over to his his yeah, cohort. You know, that should have been the first reaction. That would have been mine. Like, holy shit, are you okay, dude? Yeah. Not get in the ring and like you done fucked up. And that's what he said. He pulled his. Well, I think it's off. because yeah, but I think it's also because immediately there was a like not young lions, but there was like a, a crew. Attending to Jr., you could see it. Like I guess, he, as well, he's, it happens. He's a guy that fights, so it's probably in his head. I have to protect my co, my my mm-hmm. broadcaster, and this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah, like this shit won't fly. It was it was really interesting to watch. Um, so let me see what else is there from from that. Okay, so that news tidbit. Hiromu. Um, I guess he finally broke his neck. Like after all this time of doing all these fucking crazy matches. So Dragon Lee and Hiromu always have nuts matches. The match was fucking awesome. Anyway. Also, apparently not broken. Cause even in this pro wrestling sheet, it just says neck injury. Uh, he got rushed to the hospital, dude. I know he did. I mean, he's according to this, that was posted, I believe today. Uh, he was flown back to Japan after suffering a neck injury during last week's G1 special in San Francisco. Uh, says Takashi was able to turn to Japan today. This is a quote, and we'll proceed with treatment. We apologize for the delay in publishing this update, which was in order to ensure smooth and efficient tra- uh, transit for Takahashi at the airport. Uh, yeah, it says unfortunately the statement doesn't have any additional information on the severity of the injury. So I think everyone's initial reaction was he broke his neck because I know I read that he collapsed like as soon as he made it through the curtain because he was assisted back up. Uh, yeah, and then collapses. For, you know, in his rush to the hospital, like you said. So, I don't know. But that shit looked gnarly. And then they did the same spot again. No, what are you talking about? No, no, no. Yeah, he set him up for another, like... Okay, He no. dropped him on his back and on the back of his neck a few times after that. And then he was picking him up by the head. I mean, unless he's very gentle. So, okay. So, the the spot... The Phoenix Plus, which is Abushi's um, move. But Abushi does it into a cradle. He fucking bridges into the cradles him. And um, Dragon Lee, according, I think, it's today... It's like a package plug, or like a package suplex. Also. Well, yeah, it's weird. It, the Phoenix Plus is putting you in a powerbomb position and then pulling, like, full Nelson your head down. So it looks like you're... Like, if you were on the ground, you your fucking leg split and you're trying to touch your toes. Like, whoop, you're all fucking scrunched up. Um, He said, Dragon Lee said that he was... so He slipped. He was sweating. He let go of his uh, fucking... Because he wasn't supposed to let go. But when you watch it, he lets go and Hiromu lands on his neck and yeah. slides like yeah, yeah. he like gives a grind and then, and like flips and over. then he, yeah, he holds himself. Uh, that obviously they didn't rush the finish because they do a few other moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. they do. What is it? They do. He does the fucking uh, Canadian destroyer. Hiromu does that. Yeah. And then he does the ticking time bomb or code red or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, no, Canadian destroyer, I think, is different from the code red. The code red is one. Code red is the Cena does. does the tap right, and then right. flip. Well, Canadian destroyer is just whip your soup. You're power bombing. You're, you're pod driving yourself. Yeah, but I don't think they did a power driver. I think it was into like a bomb. Was so it? I think it was a code red. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Splitting hair. Um. Anyway, yeah. And then they finished. Uh. So it was fucking crazy. Uh. That was the big thing. And then the other big thing is now there's the finishers, or what is it? The finishing club or something? The firing squad. Firing, firing squad. squad. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, was like, I knew it was F. I knew it was an F. That sounds like some fancy. Uh, it's like, all the Tongans, bro. Yeah. Except Chase Owens. 
he's, he is an official tonic. He renounced it. <laughs> After that? He took, uh, there's a, a clip, of, I, I think it was on Twitter, of him looking at the official Tongan shirt. After that, And then, that, like, throwing funny. it in the garbage. He's at his house. Well, yeah, because he wasn't. He's, just, like, throwing it in the garbage. Did you watch the uh, Be- Being the Elite show? Yes. Where they're all eating in the room. Yeah, and they're just like, hmm. And then Cody and Kenny are cool again. <laughs> That's interesting because um, that they're fucking pulling the trigger on Tomatonga. I mean, he's good. He's been doing it for a long time. I I, I like Tom a lot. I mean, obviously they're setting. Well, it's really funny though because their thing says firing squad still says BC on the side, and then well, they're think, the OG BC, bro. I think then when he uh when the, when he, they're at the top of the ramp or whatever, and like he says something about Bullet Club. You know, I forget what he says, but he says something about Bullet Club. And I was like, I guess there's no, but it's just a, a fact. This is the fucking Hogan silver and black versus the, red and white, or, or black and white versus red and, and black. Um, It's interesting. It's all the Tongans. It's uh the fucking girls of destiny, the dad, and then uh, Tonga, uh Leo Tonga, I think probably. And then um, what's his name? Camacho. The uh, Fatu. Uh, Fatu. Haku. No. Fale. Who's is he? Yeah, because he's one of the Tongans, dude. I mean, yeah, but he wasn't there. Like, oh, well, he wasn't even on the show anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But yeah, he's part of that. Um, he also lost a lot of weight. I don't know if you've seen Did him. Did he? Yeah, you follow him on Instagram. He's been doing a, like a lot of fucking exercise, and he's like, I've got a neck now and a chin. Uh, like, I saw yeah, that. he lost a lot of weight. Like, he's still a big dude. I think he's at like he's no more three hundred pounds now. I think he's in like high two eighties, something like that. But good for him. Um, but yeah, he has like a chin now and a neck, so <laughs> he's got body parts. He said, "That's really funny." Um, but yeah, you know they're pulling it. I guess so. What can be done is that uh, um, Tomatonga could either you know they could do the challenge for the the heavyweight tag belts because you know they laid them out, or he could literally go after Kenny Omega and that could set up a Kenny Omega thing, and that's a big thing. You know, I mean, there's still that kind of unfinished business from last year's G1, wasn't there? Where he called out Kenny and the uh, and the Elite. Oh, they had their match, and then he was going to lay down for Kenny, and he tricked him. They had a really good match on that thing, but now it's yeah, like official. I'm saying, though, like, there's that, and then uh, a lot of places reference the Being the Elite episode, where uh, Cody and Kenny have, like, a pull-apart brawl, and the only one who doesn't do shit is Tama, who's just, like, sitting on a bench, like, in between both groups of people trying yeah. to separate them with his glasses on, just not giving a fuck. I like it. I like that they've been weaving storylines. Uh, well, I think they should because I think specifically through the YouTube show. I was talking to a customer who goes to who loves Bullet Club and he went to the CEO show and stuff like that. And he listens to you know, Observer and he watches New Japan and stuff. And we talk about it that I like Bullet Club. Does but it I, do with the belts? No, no, oh, no. Okay. Orlando only watches WWE show. I see. Um, he's like, oh, you really love uh, Japanese wrestling though, right? I, I try to show it to him. But no, this guy's legit. He knows like all the shit that happens. Um we talk about how like I like Bullet Club, but I think they're I think they kind of like I think it's like the time is kind of done. Well, they jumped the shark. Well, not jump the shark. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. I told them I feel it's become like NWO where there's a lot of dudes and there's a lot of stuff that doesn't need to like old Bullet Club when it was like all those, you know, the five, six dudes. It was cool. Now it's a lot of guys and just stuff that's like it's a lot of infighting and I know, but it's it's now, you know, you don't need it. Now we have, you know, red and white versus the regular fucking Hollywood NWO and stuff and so I mean, there is there is a place where you can learn from the mistakes of WCW. Awesome. Big time place. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I mean it's interesting. It's cool, but it's it's like Like I like the Kenny Cody thing, but it's because I've I've followed a lot of the being the elite stuff. So if not all of it. 
So, like, you know, it just adds, like, hey, these, like, deeper layers to the whole thing. The Kenny Cody thing was good, too, even if you don't watch it, like, on the show where he was going to hit him with the belt, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't want to. Also, him picking up the belt's not supposed to... No one ever touches the fucking WWGP unless you have that. That's why everyone's like, holy shit, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he didn't want to hit him because he respected him. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff. But the whole moral of the story is that if he did hit him with the belt, he probably would have won. Yeah. Um... I also wonder who's going to kick out of that one-winged angel. Will the fuck see? Because no one kicks out of that. Um, I also think Okada is very different now because Okada lost. So now he can kind of like... Oh my God. Okada coming out in like the weird hair and the red... Yeah, pants. man. He's just having fun. He doesn't like, need to be the super whoa. serious champion. He's just... I don't know. He lost me when he changed into the, the bell-bottom pants. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I am not a fan of those pants. They're not that bad. I, I want classic Rainmaker... I mean, Okada. you gotta have him have the belt back then. He can be super serious, Okada, because now he's just like, hey man, I don't need to kill yeah, myself. He, he'll still come back in bell bottom pants. That's old guy shit, man. <laughs> it is. Okada's young buck. He doesn't no need, pun intended. He doesn't need to kill himself anymore. Now he can just have yeah, fun. Sure. You know, now I don't need to hold this fucking company on my shoulders. Sure. Um, I think also speaking of all this LIJ, stuff, uh, at the G1, yeah, Bushi Naito. Um, speaking of Okada. I think this week's free match in New Japan is the Suzuki Okada match in the rain, the one that they just had for his the I just the saw it show. Too. I think I reposted it, but I repost a lot of shit on Twitter for anyone that follows. In case. Um uh what else? So the G1 special was really cool. Uh I don't I mean, I think it starts next like this coming week. I think this is when it starts on Axis? No, like actual legit G1. Oh, okay. okay I think sorry, it's this week or next week. Yeah, special. yeah. No. Um <laughs> Outside of that, there was nothing else in New Japan. I mean, it's a really good show to watch. I think it's very visible. I think the JY... very long. Uh, the, well, that's how always New Japan shows are. I know. But they're even longer because they have that intermission, but the American one didn't. Yeah, but they had a lot more time in between matches. They did. Uh, I do think the J1 match and the that Juice is great. I didn't think Juice was going to win, and him winning was awesome as shit. Take you back to two years ago when you were shitting on CJ Parker. Yeah, well, now and he's... I was like, yo, I see something. <laughs> I was right. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a cool show. It's a good show to watch. Um, so uh, before we jump into the pay-per-view, we can talk. Uh, Lucha Underground came back. I didn't even know about that. I mean, we don't watch it, but it's back. Yeah, I'm like, I kind of would watch it, but at the same time, you know. Eh. I mean, I watched all of season one. I liked it. And I think the last match I saw was, I think, last year's one of their... I don't know if you saw that crazy glass tube match, the one where um, it's Killshaw versus, uh, I think, Air Fox. I, I think. did not see it, no. It's fucking nuts. I like, the guy has, like, a chunk of his skin missing on it. It's fucking crazy. It is a deathmatch match on live on national TV, if you really want to watch fucking two men almost die. I don't. That's <laughs> cool shit. You know, speaking of that, I actually just watched that Chono versus, um, what the fuck is his name? The one with the awesome intro with Chono and then the other guy who gets all the trash thrown at him. Mm. You've seen it all the time. It's the one Chono comes out in the Hummer. I don't remember, man. Yeah, you do. I don't. Now, why, how can you tell me what? Because I, I know you do. It's the one where Chono drives out in the Hummer. And he walks down the ring with a cigar, and the other guy comes out in the chair, and they're playing wild thing, and everyone's throwing trash at him, and he lights up the cigarette. I've seen that clip, but I don't remember it. Wow, right. Wow. Oh man. Anyway, uh, okay. So this Sunday is extreme. I'm a lover, not an expert. I just want you to know that. <laughs> this uh, Sunday is extreme roulette. Um, the most extreme of roulettes. The most extreme of roulettes. You know, I actually like this fucking Bobby Lashley and uh, Roman Reigns feud. Sure. I think it's pretty good. That pull apart was too staged. Really? I think the pull apart was really good. Nah, 
Now, really good is like the the Brock one. The Brock one with with Roman. The Brock one with Taker. Those are really good. I like this one. I also like their banter. Like I feel because Bobby. Well, I like when Bobby isn't trying. When they're not trying to make him a character. Well, because because now he's not. Now he's like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I like when they're not making him a character. Too- I like when they just like he was. He can be like ser- he can be badass, you know. What I mean, he can be like tough guy. Well, that's what this is. It's two badass dudes that think they're they're, they're fucking. Roman, I still don't believe. It. I think he's. I think playing off Bobby, he's better. Like he's better, but yeah. he's still he's still deficient of the two. He is the deficient one. Okay, he needs to rise to a greater level because it still feels like just. I've I've seen this Roman Reigns in other feuds do the sort of the same thing. It's just in other feuds he's outclassed by a lot more. Yeah. And in this one, he has the opportunity to not be outclassed. This is very true. Because like versus Cena? Well, sure yeah, Cena blew him out of the water. Yeah, of course. I mean, Bobby's great on the mic. And I like Bobby, like, the whole thing, it's like, call me out. Like, I'm going to fucking tear you up, Rowan. And then the beginning of that. that was what it is. He, he Roman Reigns, like, bumps into Bobby Lashley's. Uh, and then Bobby Lashley's like, oh, you're going out there? Call me the fuck out, dude. And I'm just going to tear you down. And then Roman comes out. He's like, I'm calling you out. And he's like, all right, bitch. And like, he calls him out. And they have that awesome, they just have really good banter. And Bobby, now he's got a character. Before he was just some dude that yeah. smiled. Now he smiles. But when he doesn't smile, like you feel like, you, I'm going to fuck you up. Like he feels like the dude's like. Well, he was just Diesel Apollo Crews before. Yeah. Now he's like, yeah, I'm the fucking, I'm just going to destroy you. Because he looks serious and he's getting his face. And I, I just thing. like it. And that's, again, in the pull apart, I felt like Roman was the deficient one. Right, because Bobby looks like he wants to fucking kill him. Yeah, and every time, and he would like squirm away, and then Roman was just doing his typical bullshit. So it's just like stop having him do the same things over and over again. Like as soon as he rolled in the ring by himself, I'm like, well, he's just gonna jump over this crowd of people because uh, that's like the one spot that they love giving Roman like in a pull apart brawl. I know, but I've seen it so many times. Like I've, I'm just, it's predictable. It's it's the same problem that Roman always has, mm-hmm. you know. They they Vince whoever is so short sighted in their approach to Roman. I'm sure he could do a fuck ton more, you know. Like when he when he was in the feud with Braun, and they were taking each other to task. That was like phys- physically right. Yeah, that was way more impressive. Because I mean, granted, uh, Brian also threw a chair at his face, uh-huh. but <laughs> I mean, he also threw the fucking car and all this stuff. You know, that was crazy. You know, but the chair was crazy. <laughs> that was the craziest, I think. But you know what I mean? He gets to like spear him through barricades and do all these other things that like aren't a spot. The dive over the top rope was just like, yeah, I've seen the spot like a hundred times. I've seen the women do it. I, fucking Oscar did it on Tuesday. She did like a similar spot. It just wasn't in a pull apart bra. It was just like a lumberjack Jill match, whatever. So She's trying to get that Ellsworth, bro. You gotta get yeah. that motherfucker. <laughs> He's squirrely. <laughs> He's a squirrely motherfucker. I really wanted him to spray himself in the face with the fucking. Pepper spray. <laughs> He's just such a mumbling fool. Um, so whatever, I, you know, like that, that's my only criticism of it. Like, I do think Roman has stepped it up a little bit, but he needs to like step it up a lot a bit to, to come out of this on top. You know what I mean? Like, it was cool. There were more people cheering for him in, in that encounter, but I think it's just cause he's the bigger name. Uh, I mean, people are cheering Bobby though. I mean, it's funny. I'll tell you this. Uh, that guy who, who the WWE guy, he came in, he talked to me about like, I was like, man, I don't like Roman because he gets all these chances. I'm like, that's why Bobby's saying that, you know, it's it's good. And I, and I like and I that's I don't know. 
I like how it's the same thing as Cena said too. It is, but now it's really fucking thing. I will say the whole thing with Brock Lesnar at UFC, which I don't know. Did I didn't you see it? I saw a clip of it, and I'm like, I'll watch this later, and I haven't watched it yet. Uh, Cormier was awesome on the mic where he called him out. Brock was like, "You never saw that thing where Brock he says he says your shit, steep a shit, this guy's shit. Your whole division's a piece of shit. I'm here to kill you all and stuff." It was the coolest shit that Brock said. But the really big thing because of that, um, yeah, WWE didn't bring it up during the show. Oh, there's the part there's the part where Roman says, I'm going to beat you at Sunday and then I'm going to move on to better things when he could have said, I'm going to move on to beat Brock Lesnar. Uh-huh. It's so it's like, what the fuck's happening with Brock? Is he holding the hostage, you know, the title hostage or just like doing like New Japan where he's just going to fucking leave and take the belt because he can because he's but fucking Brock. Interesting. Uh, there was a there was an article about it on Pro Wrestling Sheet about like him like uh, about was- well Lesnar at the at the show it says watch Brock, uh, says watch Brock Lesnar reappears in UFC shows Daniel Cormier after getting called out uh, and then at the bottom it says update while speaking with the media after the event Dana White revealed that Brock has spent the past week reentering the USADA testing pool yeah. and it will be six months before the fight can happen so I guess if math is correct well roughly, it's supposed to be November. Right, so he entered at the end of June. It should be December, technically, because it's six months. Yeah. So, yeah, had he done it on June 1st, then it wouldn't have been until next year. But, I don't know. I don't give a fuck about Brock Lesnar like that. TBH. <laughs> TBPH. What's the, wrong, what's the problem with Brock Lesnar? He just puts on the best matches. Bro. I don't know. I, I <laughs> Ever since 2002, I have not given a fuck about Brock Lesnar like that. Like, when he was the next big thing, I... Hated vehemently Brock Lesnar. You don't like when he fucked up Spanky and all that stuff like that? No. And he almost killed himself on that shooting star press? No. <laughs> I didn't see that live. Oh, like, I, was I wasn't watching, watching wrestling at the time anymore. Uh, that was a crazy thing. I've seen it since. Where he just concussed times. himself on Kurt's body. He was like, oh, yeah, I got a pin you. Yeah. Um, other quick news bits before we get into the pay per view. Uh, this is just headlines. It says WWE officials discussing main roster all women's event in the fall. I find that interesting. Oh, which one? <laughs> All women's main event, or sorry, main roster event in the fall. Interesting. So as pro wrestling, she has learned WWE officials are internally discussing the idea of presenting an all women's main event for main roster talent in the fall. As you may recall, women were not allowed to participate in WWE's Greatest Royal Rumble event earlier this year in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, sources tell us the company might make up for the controversial decision, however, as the idea of an all women's show taking place in late September on October, or, or October, sorry, is seriously being kicked around by higher ups. It's unclear if the event would additionally feature some of the women in the NXT roster, outside talent, or former stars, because she hasn't yet uh, been set in stone yet. Well, okay. Speaking of the women's thing, uh, did you see, because it just reminds me, because I was like, oh, the next um, May Young Classic is going to happen, and mm-hmm. Io Shirai is going to be there, and um, uh, Deanna Peraza got pulled from the All uh, All In show, because she got hired by W. Yeah, I know she had signed. Cody said it, and it was like, you know, he's, he said some joke about Triple H and stuff. But, I know that she had signed with WWE a few weeks back. Well, it was after she got in for the All In. Yeah, show. yeah, but she's been announced for All In for a long time. Yes, and she said she's sorry she's pulled out because now she's got her job. Right. Uh, and there's other people. Uh, Tony Storm is now officially signed for the WWE UK stuff. Yeah, I saw that show also. That show was awesome. That show was awesome. The fucking six man tag match was nuts. The sure. Mustache Mountain uh, against. I didn't see uh, that. I didn't see that. That was on the first day. Oh, I only it saw was, the second day. It, uh, it was undisputed against Mustache Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I only saw the second day that it was the tag title. That tag was great too. That was a long show, by the way. It was show. It's so oh, good, man. man. Uh, Tony Storm match is pretty good. Um, what else did I see? There was a crazy like botch or something that happened, like an injury in one of the women's matches. I think of the first thing, and they had to like cut it out, or they lost a couple of the matches. 
you maybe. saw the finish where the guy like the uh i forgot what the bald guy he won i forgot his name he wanted to challenge for the belt uh-huh. against pete dunn and everyone was booing the shit out of him oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they piped in those boos if you watched it live it was all uh it was his name and fuck you shut the fuck up we fucking hate you and that's all this stuff because people I, there hate was, him there was a scouser chant that i forgot what it was i think it was like fuck you scouser or something i, like I think it was that but at the end when I, he was I giving his speech that. on the mic oh yeah if you yeah. watch on wwe it's like, after after he lost after he loses no and he wins oh, when no, he's going for the final one. night okay, one yeah i didn't see that one they they piped in to the censor like fuck you and it was like the loudest shit drowning him out yeah (laughs) no but night two was really good i didn't see night one night one six man tag i think is better than the actual tag match and that tag match is awesome yeah tag match is really good um there are tag matches tonight too for they get the where they win the belts back right right right, yeah that's been enough for weeks yeah um i was just seeing this and we're since we're talking about the women uh former wwe star caitlin announced as first participant in the mayon classic officially really yep wow i've followed her on instagram she didn't say anything because she's actually been training for a while yep so did you know she's interesting she's not with biggie and it's the craziest thing i don't know if you knew that like biggie and her they're like closest as friends mm-hmm. and she's never with him and it's like he's always at her house and stuff it's just a weird thing oh you mean as a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. but she's with mr 450 even though he like <laughs> beats women or some some crazy shit, Is according it? to Mustafa Ali, yeah, it was that whole shitstorm. Interesting. He beat his ex girlfriend or some shit like that. All right, so let's quickly run down the card because we have to keep this one uh, light yeah. and fluffy. So pre-show match, uh, six man, New Day versus Sanity tables match. Yeah. Oh, I love Sanity. I'll probably watch it. They're both good, you know. Oh yeah, Killing Dane will do some crazy stuff. I'm cool with it. <laughs> um, let's see. Then the start from the bottom. Uh, Braun and Kevin Owens and a steel cage match. I don't know. Uh, I feel bad for Kevin Owens. Yeah, you know, Kevin does. I will tell you this: as much as Kevin's giving that funny dialogue, Kevin works it, man. Oh no, no, he's great. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like it's a no-win situation. Oh, well, you know, like it's hard to make yourself look good against like the most popular guy on your roster at the moment. Oh, well, you know, he's and, in a cage match, but the whole thing is that his gimmick this past week is he's a heel that's running away. But the whole point of this match is to run away. It's just weird. Yeah. It should have it should have been trapped. Uh, right in Hell in a Cell match. Uh, then you have Fred versus the Constable in just a singles match. I don't know why. Because they've been doing their thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have Jeff versus Nakamura for the U.S. title because that was postponed for two weeks. Well, because he got bit by a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Nakamura should win. Should. I hope so. I also been liking Jeff's promos. Those fucking like yeah, I those open. You hit me, my Sarah brother Nero, down to my you know Croata gland. <laughs> brother Nero promos. Uh huh. I mean, brother Nero light. Uh, then uh, Lashley and Roman. I think it's gonna be good. I hope Lashley wins. Just just to see something different. I know Roman but, wins is gonna be same. Well, it's so Roman can go into bigger, better things, bro. He's got to go up to SummerSlam, Brock. There's it's already like we know it's gonna happen. But no, if, no, no, no. We assume we know it's going to happen because oh, well. they like to throw those weird little swerves, man. But Roman, the uh, only Alexa Bliss cashing it, winning and cashing money in the bank that well, same night. The biggest Who the fuck would have thought that? the biggest swerve for Roman is not winning at WrestleMania, which blew my fucking mind again. Again. Yeah. And it's it's coming. It's just it's coming because Brock is kind of fucking coming. Yeah. Uh, then you have uh, Dolph versus Seth. I think that's going to be a great fucking match. I think so. Too. A fucking hour long Iron Man match. 30 minutes. Third, I thought it was an hour. No. They get the Bailey Sasha treatment. That's still gonna be good. Oh yeah, it's still gonna be great. Seth's fucking the, one of their best wrestlers are I didn't I didn't see on Raw. Did uh is Drew That Drew match was really good. No no no. Is he is he at ringside or is he not at ringside? Oh, for the match I forgot. Who won? I forgot. Okay. <laughs> I mean on Wikipedia it says with Drew McIntyre, so I'm gonna assume that he, he won wins. somehow. Yeah. That was a good match though. Yeah, it really was. 
uh, and even I, though I only like I only keep raw on as background. Noise I will say this: uh, Dolph coming in as this tag thing has breathed new life, and I've, I've I'm enjoying Dolph recently. Yeah, as much as I fucking hated Dolph before, him in this tag is is very good. Like, like him Dolph and Drew, the worker. I think Dolph the Worker is too much. I'm trying to be Shawn Michaels and you shouldn't be. And you run at five million. Like you're the Flash. Slow your fucking roll down. That whole fair, like, fair. Oh, oh God, I'm so tired. Uh, fucking sweet chin music. Oh, pass out on you. Like, man, just stop fucking doing that spot that Shawn Michaels did only at one WrestleMania. I don't yeah. know, man. Let him have it. <laughs> uh, then you have the Bludgeons and Team Hell No. Hey, I hope they win. They should. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I assume they're going to win. I mean, I would like it, but I mean, what's the point? If Daniel Ryan should be going on to these, like, you know, you don't know how much time he has. He might have a lot. He he's might got, not have I think a he's lot. got 80 days left. Not even contract-wise, just performance Oh, you're talking about that. Well, contract-wise, I think it's, like, in the 70s now. It's just, like, why wouldn't you utilize him to the fullest potential? Oh, wow. Well. So. well, you shouldn't have done it in the beginning, like we were saying. Like, don't jump the gun. Kind of build it to it. But now it's, like, you know. I, I, I've been liking the Team Hell No thing. I like the thing where he's, like... Hey, you know, you tried to kill me. Yeah. You did this. And he's oh. like, I'm sorry. They're great. They're, they're, <laughs> their backstage segment with the New Day, I thought was awesome. Yeah. But uh, they're a great comedy act. That weird sync thing <laughs> that kept coming back was also great. But I don't know about Chag Champions. Might as well, though. I mean, what? yeah, why not? Get it off them. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Carmella and Asuka. I mean, it should be the Asuka final win. Who fuck knows? Yo, the last favorite should have been Asuka. <laughs> That's what I said should have been. I don't know. I'm not even going to assume. I mean, Oscar can lose now, so that's like it's anything. It's anyone's ball game. Uh, yeah, I mean, she if, loses a lot now. Because she lost, so now we can just beat her. <laughs> that's the thing, and that sucks. Uh, then you have uh, the Deleter of Worlds versus the B Team. Oh my B-team. god, team. I really feel the B Team is going to win this one. Whatever. They can. I don't care. I will tell you this on those promos that the B Team been cutting on yeah. Deleter Worlds. Um, he really looks like his brother. Like with yeah. the beard and him talking. No, yeah. no, the cadence and everything. Yeah. Is so perfect. Yeah, it's like, it's like, God, it's really creepy. Yeah. I mean, he looks like him anyway when he gets like yeah, a beard yeah, and yeah. stuff, but when he does that, yeah. Uh, then you have AJ Rusev, which, oh man, I'd love for Rusev to win. No. I mean, no, but I don't think he's going to win. I don't think so either. But I think it's going to be a good man. But I would enjoy it if he won. It'd be cool. Even if it's for less than a week. It's just because he's so deserving of it, man. He's he's effectively the the current Cody. He is here. We'll give you nothing. I, and I get something over. I do think does. his time. They should have pulled the trigger a uh, long time ago. Yeah, yeah, because he's hot, but he's not as hot as he used to be back. Like maybe like two or three months ago when it was I just mean, like Rusev Day chance all the fucking time. Yeah, but again, that's I think that's just an, a symptom of jumping the gun because storyline wise, you have nothing to get him there. No, it's not. But they could have put him in like a little higher position than just rando. Fuck that. You know. I mean, he was in a fucking six man six pack challenger or whatever. But that was just recently. I'm talking no, about no, no. Yeah. But I'm saying, but at least that gives you a logical reason. You know, I think the greatest Royal Rumble fucked it up with the Nakamura thing because you get just one extra match that you don't need, mm-hmm. right? So I think that was what it was because you had to finish that Nakamura program. You know, and since he didn't win at that point, then yeah, you inject Rusev into it, and I think they did that as quickly as they could without, you know, yeah, with reason, with logic. Um, and then the last match is uh Bliss and Nia Jax, who apparently have real heat. That match supposedly. on Raw wasn't that bad. Which the Bliss Nia Jax thing, where she broke the kendo stick in half and stuff. Oh, oh, that wasn't a match. That was a interference. Yeah, interference, but it wasn't that bad. I think Nia Jax promo wasn't was that bad Luka either. James hot as hell all the time. Oh my god! But well, was it Monday Night Milf, bro? Oh man, everybody Hashtag slept. Monday Night Milf. Everybody slept as soon as she came back. Had that Oscar match. I was like, yo, 
Mickey James on point. Well, I mean, she was on point in TNA too, but now I get to see her all the time. Well, no, she's now post child, post being killed by train. She is the most on point. Post James Storm killing her. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the train, bro. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I I would imagine Bliss keeps the title. Oh, I would think so, but or or not. I mean. But yeah, did you see? Did you have you heard the rumblings of that? That Nia and Bliss have actual heat. No, I didn't know that. Uh, They're like best friends in real life, dude. Nope. Nia. Well, supposedly it could all be a giant work because it's wrestling. Uh, Nia unfollowed her on all social platforms. She deleted photos of them together. Sounds like wrestling. Uh, it does. Uh, but she started liking fans' hateful comments towards Bliss, which oh. is taking it that step further. That wrestling it, step it yeah. needs to be. Uh, so supposedly the heat is from Nia. I mean, from Alexa being like preferred but she's good so like maybe not as a strong worker but she's a good character package this is all that uh that kevin owens blocking everyone all the time which is best be. or him at the shania twin perfect i like that he mentioned it wrong yeah, yeah my you, friend. You, want me? you want some tickets i get you tickets <laughs> he's so good man he's so he, funny didn't he stand there for like 10 minutes with that sign or something um, it was something know. absurd it was like five minutes and he's still on the side of the stage i saw it on his instagram like before anything he gets called out the full video to him <laughs> that's really uh, funny shit. also i went to to what's her face's uh instagram um god damn it and i just want to say celeste that's her stupid name uh, uh it's a uh, uh, fucking i know what it is i see her all the time anyway yes hers Body yeah. by Celeste or something. No, no, no. Like, it's now Celeste Bonin. Yeah. But whatever her fucking wrestling name is, because that's all I can Caitlin. think of at the moment. Thank you. Uh, and she's like the biggest, fakest tits I've ever seen. Yeah, I have no problems with this. Ridiculous. She is an incredible body. You know, she, <laughs> she, she was told that she was fat by McMahon. That was a big thing when she left and everything. Yeah. That's why she was kind of whatever. I thought she was awesome. But <laughs> I, think, Vince, man. I think Caitlin's very attractive. Did you see the uh, table for three with Bliss and Lita and Trish? No. It was very interesting. They have uh, a <laughs> the video that uh, I know the video that uh, that Bliss put together and like submitted, and it's so cringy. Oh, to get like looked at for the NXT thing. Yeah, like it was like her audition tape basically, uh, and then that got her a callback or whatever. How funny now! Was- but it's it's like her and her bikini modeling like mega tan like spray tan. Of course, she like was the young a- buck spray pan- spray tan level. <laughs> she is a she was a fitness model. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, like she talks about it, she was like, "They're probably gonna play this," and then cue to it. Also, Trish Stratus, man, she looks amazing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was fun. And uh, is, is that it? What's oh that? shit, we forgot to mention that's the Extreme Rules match. Hence the kendo stick. Uh, I wonder what they're gonna do with that. That'll be interesting. We'll see. Hmm. Uh, last tidbits: Apparently, Fandango's injured. Oh no! Yes. Yeah, he's and out for a while. Jay Lethal's been accused of wrongdoings in ROH. Yeah, which doesn't sound like it's true. So I'll fucking does not. bunch of bullshit. And Flip has another chance to get booked, man. He's at the NWA, which is, it's probably, you know, it could happen. He beats him for the championship, and then Cody has to to get him in so he can get his daddy's belt. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. Flip has That'll another be chance. super interesting. <laughs> That's been one of my favorite being the elite things is Flip Gordon and the quest to be booked. Flat earther bullshit. <laughs> All right, man. That's going to close this one out. Until next week, I have been Rocky. I'm Rick. And we'll catch you later. Later. Bye.
Oh, hey, like most of the other episodes, I also wanted to make sure to come in at the end to push the Patreon a little bit more. Uh, we had been having a couple of issues with it where we had to make sure it got uh, launched properly or relaunched properly. So that seems to have been taken care of. So if you want to hear more of our lunacy and uh, help contribute to the show so we can do just more in general, we have, you know, thoughts for what could come next or how to elevate the show some. Check us out over at patreon.com slash parts unknown pod that you're all I got right. So once again, patreon.com slash parts unknown pod. Check it out. Loan us a hand if you have, you know, a few shekels to spare. Thanks a lot. Until next week. Bye.